Hey, it's Clark from the Down South IT Podcast, and today I'm going to give you my two cents on Microsoft's hacker problem. And what kind of came as a shock to me, Microsoft, well, not Microsoft, they didn't announce it, but they've had several news outlets that have come forward and basically plastered Microsoft's Exchange email to the wall. Now, if you don't know what Microsoft Exchange is, that's basically their corporate email servers and different things like that. If you use Office 365, technically you're using an Exchange server. It's basically any email server that also syncs up calendar dates, notes, that type of thing. So what happened was that there were several hacker groups that for some unknown reason, we don't know exactly why, they all found out about it at about the same time. There are six known hacker groups so far that have been able to exploit several zero-day flaws in the Exchange server software. First group that actually used the exploit was out of China and is named Hafnium. And they've actually found that it's only four vulnerabilities that they found so far. It could be more but they found four so far and they're still trying to get those patched. Now, in the meantime, all the new hacker groups are getting into the fun and starting to do their own thing using the same exploits. So basically what they're doing is besides using things like different malwares and along that line, one called Deer Cry or Dodo, uh, Dojo Crypt, and it's basically a ransomware you know, malware, so they're using that, and they're also using different ones to drop in crypto mining malware. In essence, they're taking Microsoft's own servers and turning them into crypto miners and sending themselves all the Bitcoin and other stuff that they're mining. So far, they've had at least 100,000 corporate networks that have been breached using this, this zero-day flaw, and all of their emails have either been able to been read or locked up by ransomware. Now, the weird part about it, not just the fact that hackers found a zero-day exploit, I mean, that usually happens at least once a year, but the fact that it happened on Microsoft's Exchange servers and that they did not even know about it, that's the tricky part. The other tricky part, which is kind of dumbfounding people, is how did all six or eight of these hacker groups start using the exact same exploits at the same time and if they really want the answer i could give it to them it's called the dark web things happen on there all the time that we have no idea about because hence the name it's dark that's where all the shady stuff happens on the internet anything weird and crazy and shady goes down on the dark web i can promise you that once somebody found one of these it went on a forum somewhere on the dark web that all of these different groups you know, have the, the same access to, and they all started using the exact same one around the same time. It's not that difficult to trace back. Now, it will be difficult to trace back where they actually got it from, but it's pretty obvious how they actually got it. So there you go. If Microsoft wants to spend some money and, you know, give me some kind of consulting fee, there you go. Now, the only bad part about all of this is because it uses Exchange, 
most corporations that use exchange are in full out panic mode right now. And they're going to basically go completely and utterly overkill to try to get this fixed. First, they got to get patches from Microsoft to see if it actually works. Then if there were ransomware or anything like that, they have to try to get their data back. So that's going to lead to an increase in the craziness from the security side on all of these different companies. So we're going to see a pretty much a massive lockdown on exchange email coming probably in the next few weeks, at least if I would have to guess. Now, what they really don't say and specify in the articles that I read was whether or not the affected servers and everything were running the latest software, if they were patched, if it was older systems, you know, the different types of hardware that they were running. None of that was actually specified. So we don't know if it's on a certain type of system or if it's on a certain version of the exchange software. All we know is hackers found the problem and they're using it to the best of their ability at this point. When it comes to hacks and breaches and different things like that, it's usually a fairly cat and mouse game that most people don't try to come out into the limelight very much. It's a it's a really kind of secretive thing until it actually, you know, after the fact, we always find out it happens three, four months ago. So the fact that all of this is being done pretty much out in the open is a little bit different than what most people are used to because this is actually going on right now. So this is not something that we found out about after the fact and that it's been fixed already. This is our ongoing. So the interesting, this is gonna be an interesting ride to see exactly how all of this plays out if they're able to patch it. There were even a couple of patches issued the last few days and they are, they've already gotten around those. So they're thinking that some of these hacker groups have even basically went through and kind of pre-engineered fixes for their malware and everything based on what Microsoft was likely to do, which in my opinion is a lot scarier concept. The fact that they already know how you're going to fix it. So they're going to go after, they're going to change their algorithm and everything to know how to get around your fixes. That's more of a scary concept to me than anything. So it's going to be interesting to see how this exactly plays out. And I'm wondering exactly how Microsoft's going to handle it. Uh, other than a pretty much complete lockdown until they finally get stuff figured out and exactly how to patch it to where it can't be exploited again. So it's going to be an interesting ride in the next couple of three weeks to see how Microsoft handles this. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out the website, DownSouthITPodcast.com, Facebook at DownSouthIT, the YouTube page, Rumble page, and just about anywhere you get your podcast. This has been My Two Cents.